Oops. Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Heidi coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com, where we're harnessing the power of the Internet to share the gospel throughout the world. We have all kinds of content to walk it, to deepen your walk with Christ. It is books, um, Bible resources, worship bands, pastors you may never have heard of or are a fan of. Uh, we have past articles in the Christian Post, our previous podcast episodes. We'd love for you to check out the content, share it with somebody who you think it may benefit. And we'd love to hear from you. Drop us a line, send us a comment, ask for a prayer, or offer to pray for us. We love that. And if you can't partner with us, please click the donate now button. And as you're watching, we ask a simple thing, cost you nothing, like, share, subscribe this broadcast, Subscribe to the broadcast um, either on YouTube or on Apple, if that's the way you listen to it, audio. That's a huge blessing for us, and it would help push out the content to more people. And make sure you comment, just like Spirit Wind View here said, hi, everyone. Uh, come on, say hi to people. Uh, let us know what you think about the devotional or about our comments in regard to the devotional. Maybe you have a different take on what uh, A.W. Tozier um, had to say in his devotional. And um, and then let us know if you have any prayer requests at the end of the show, towards yes. the end of the show. We'll be happy to um, uh, send a prayer out and uh, encourage all of you to pray along, with, pray along with us about each one of the prayers that pop up in the comments. Uh, the other thing is go down in the description, look at our sponsors like LifeWise. Go to livelifewise.tv. That's a great sponsor for some great supplements. They're very easy to use supplements, and they're different because they're like these little tabs, at least a couple of them are, that you stick on your tongue, they dissolve, and the nutrients go into your receptors that are on yes. the roof of your mouth and under your tongue. Uh, some other ones are pill form, uh, but uh, the, the tabs are really easy to use. If you need help sleeping or reduce some inflammation or help with some uh, uh, other issues like uh, old age. <laughs> Here, like this, we have this uh, radiance. Look at these people. I'm not sure. There was no before or after, though. I don't no. know what they look like before, uh, but these are some of the people that uh, they have an advertisement for radiance. It's amazing. Uh, then look at uh, StreamYard. Uh, GetStreamYardNow.com will allow you to broadcast on other platforms, just like the one that we are using right now, which is, of course, StreamYard. We go on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, uh, uh, X, Rumble, and you can go on Instagram. Uh, for some reason, my Instagram is still not working, so I can't go live there. So I weird. I don't know what happened. That just and you just about, and you broke our YouTube the other day. They you took, did. They took our video off of YouTube. Talking about the pokey. I just said Doing that. Doing pokey. Just that when I went to Kaiser, they wanted me to do, me to, do the pokey. Five different pokeys. <laughs> <laughs> and I said no. Yeah, we got thrown off of YouTube, folks. Little last, us. Last thing, uh, make sure and prepare uh, in your Bible uh, and locate Romans 1, 16 through 17. Romans 1, 
16 through 17. We'll be going there a little bit later on. I was trying to explain to Zora that we got kicked off. She's like, for what? And I said, talking about the pokey. She's like, why? <laughs> like, why would that get you thrown off of YouTube? Oh. And I was like, welcome to America. <laughs> yes. We're so, not free to talk about what we no, want. No freedom to talk. Unless you're talking about porn and pedophilia. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. We won't get thrown off for those words, no. folks. You can talk all you want about that nonsense, but uh, talk about the pokey. Yeah. Okey pokey. Um, yeah. So if we sound a little funky, both of us are a little uh, under the weather, so we apologize. Our but, house um, has been hit hard, folks. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not... I'm not doing well. <laughs> and I feel like I the Christian walk is all about hills and valleys. Yeah. I think eventually you're hoping that the hills, um, the valleys will feel like hills. Mm. Um, or they're supposed to level out or you learn to handle them both the same, the hills and the valleys. But yep. we're definitely in a dry season right now. So that's plugged up here. I mean, I got an ear infection and it's uh can't hear out of my left ear. Andy can't hear. And it's it's ringing because it's, it's. I wish I could. Five days it's been ringing, so I don't know what's going on. Um, let's see who's watching. We got uh, Kathy, like I said before, Spirit Wind View. Uh, we got Kelly Elliot. Nice to see you. Hello, Kate Reed uh, from Down Under, and Corrine. You and Corrine had lunch the other day. Yes, did we, we talk did. about that before? Yes. Oh. The pokey is jailed to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What you got? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I heard somebody else it's today. So weird. I don't know. He's at it for two months, and it comes and goes. Yeah. Constantly. I was listening to Steve, Steve Crowder today, and he came on, and he goes, "What is this thing that's going around?" He goes, "I've had it for two months. I can't get rid of it." Oh, him too. Yeah. He goes, "I just got this cough. I got a cough, but I don't, I don't like the cough because I, it irritates your throat when you cough." Yeah, sure <laughs> but does. uh it irritates other people you're around you but uh yeah he's he was talking about the same thing and today i have a uh, i'm just super hot and but this ear infection is the worst thing um and i'm right now i'm nauseous so if i run off uh i apologize but uh, i'm getting really nauseous right now really <laughs> yeah all right um <clears throat> part of it is the vertigo from the ear infection i'm yeah, because yeah, you have I'm, a problem with vertigo to yeah, begin with. I'm very wobbly. So enough complaining. All right, uh, February 16th, uh, we are reading from Tozier for the Christian Leader. Uh, the title is The Daunting Task. And Romans 1, 16 is the reference. And it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The greatest event in history was the coming of Jesus Christ into the world to live and to die for mankind. The next greatest event was the going forth of the church to embody the life of Christ and to spread the knowledge of his salvation throughout the earth. It was not an easy task which the church faced when she came down from the upper room. Left to herself, the church must have perished as a thousand abortive sects have done before her and have left nothing for a future generation to remember. Mm. That the church did not so perish was due entirely to the miraculous element within her. The element was, the, was supplied by the Holy Spirit, who came at Pentecost to empower her for her task. For the church was not an organization merely 
not a movement, but a walking incarnation of spiritual energy. And she accomplished, she accomplished within a few brief years such prodigies of moral conquest as to leave us wholly without an explanation apart from God. Empower us for our work, O Holy Spirit, even as you empowered the early church. Amen. You know what I recommend? Do, it, do you it, mind if I leave you here for a minute? Because I don't have my phone uh, and I don't know if I need to pick up. Sorry. Okay, sure. Um, one thing. Andy's going to carry the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, you picked you pick a fine day for that. Right? Um, that I wanted to tell you all uh, when you're reading devotionals, whether it's this one or another one, is the power in reading them more than once. Uh, I think Hedy and I went over this particular devotional maybe three or four times just while we were sitting here. Um because it was a difficult one for us to grasp. Well, more probably me than Hedia, but there was a couple sentences where we discussed and said, this just not exactly sure what he's speaking there. But with the, the with the fourth reading, it became very clear. Oh, uh, well, that, it became clear. Well, just that there's, there's no other religion like uh, the one involving Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> and God, which is two so far, and the fact that Holy Spirit they tried to, they they did their very best to put Jesus to death, but that was necessary to show the power of this this particular faith. It was unlike anything else they've ever seen. Yes, that uh, he uh, he not only did he come back, but then when he went, when he rose up again after showing his power uh, of being able to come back after three days, he left us with the Holy Spirit. Amazing. And, and there's there's no other religion that even claims it. No. No. It has has that has has affected so many people in, in a in a way like this faith has affected people. And it affects the people that are not even Christians. Because like Pastor Jack goes and prays at Congress and people are still talking about it today. So angry. They're just so angry that he was there. Uh preaching the word of God. And I read a post and it was something that I think, I don't know if it was him or somebody else had written. They said that he was told he was recommended not to say the word Jesus in his right. prayer. And he goes, sure. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's usually much more ecumenical. <laughs> yeah. I won't say Jesus in my prayer. Yeah. Uh, and he went ahead and did it. Anyway. Listen, even if they only give me one shot at this thing, <laughs> Pastor Jack saying, I don't care. You never oh, yeah. invite me back. I got one shot at this and oh. I'm going to take it. Come and arrest me. Yeah. You call the, uh, the, the Capitol police. I said, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> insurrection. He's an insurrectionist. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So now that we've read it a few times and it now, I mean, did, did it, Click it yes. even more the, the, the second, third, fourth, or fifth time that we read it? Yes, absolutely. What'd you get? Well, I love this expression that it is, the church is not an organization. It's not a movement. It's a walking incarnation of spiritual energy. Now, if you don't love that, that mm. right there is the power of our faith. It is... Um, it is the Holy Spirit. It is the Trinitarian. <laughs> yes. It is what makes us, what sets us apart, what makes us the bride, what uh, makes us the beloved of God. And it, I love the way Pastor Jack explains the church in this very distinct, uh, he, he did this in a recent podcast. Um, there he said there are the Old Testament saints. Mm -hmm. There are 
the tribulation saints, and then there's the church. And he's like, and don't confuse them. The church are not the tribulation saints. The church is the bride of Christ. He's preparing us. He will take us unto himself. We will return and rule and reign. We're dressed different. We behave different. We're given different promises. And he says that if you read the Bible carefully, that becomes clear. I know people have a lot of different opinions of that, but it's just quite a beautiful thought to think that God has set us apart like that. And the people who survive the tribulation and then decide to believe will be called tribulation saints. Mm -hmm. And they'd be given uh, robes, uh, fine white robes, but we're given linen, like a bride's dress. They're given white robes. Uh, so we are, we are distinct unto Christ because of this power. The incarnation is spiritual energy. And that is what gives us that ability to have a relationship with him. If you can't have a relationship with somebody who's dead. No. Like you can't have, they can't have a relationship with Buddha. He's dead. Right. right. You can't have a relationship with George Washington. I, I love George Washington. I think he was, you know, obviously our founding father, but and he's dead. Muhammad, the, so the people Muhammad. go and visit his grave. And if you go to the grave and you stand there and you pray, the Saudis, the um, the religious Matawa will come and beat, beat you. What? Literally beat you. Matawa? Matawa. It's the secret police. Um, that this, that um, surveil the Kaaba and the Medina where the prophet's buried. Huh. And they'll beat the living you-know-what out of you. I got hit on my legs. Really? Yeah. Somebody hit you? Oh, yeah, with the ruler. They come by and hit you. Sounds like a, a Catholic yeah. nun. Yeah. I'm a grown-ass woman. You just hit me with a ruler? Yeah. Kate said your mic is very loud. I just tried to turn it down. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was so weird. What's going on? I don't know what's going on. And uh, I'm not even talking loud because yeah. I'm not feeling so hot. We barely have, I mean, we're barely seeing anything registering on our yeah. graph down there. But So strange. Keep working on it. Um, wow, that's something else. Isn't it? If you... If you don't go away or whatever it is they're they're telling you they're, they're telling they'll you, arrest you they will arrest you yes and it book you and you go to a scary place you don't want to go oh. like you don't care about the booking you don't want to go wherever the thought will take you what's the charge standing at the grave for too long grave worshiping <laughs> yeah it's not like what they're doing in canada and england where you can't pray outside of a you know anywhere near an abortion center yeah they they, they the people say their, their eyes were closed and they were like praying yeah not out loud and but if they can if they can tell that you're praying you'll be arrested for for worshiping outside of an abortion center how crazy is this god just you saying that it you know for praying at the grave made me think wow that's really super crazy but then i go it's really not that crazy <laughs> i caught myself saying that's where we're at with the, with our faith is that um they're arresting you in in, in, in other countries. I, it, it may be happening here in the United States somewhere too, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember where that happened, but I feel like there was some place. This where, is so interesting. Kathy yeah. says she did a study on the difference between the linen and the white robes a few years ago. I love that. That is so cool. I've never heard of a study on the difference between the two. Uh, yeah, I'd love to learn more about that. Hmm. You know, it was interesting too. 
today. I was telling you, I was at, uh, so my daughter had a cheer competition, USA cheer at Anaheim Convention Center. There's, I don't know how many million cheerleaders. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, crazy. Cute little outfits. Bright uh, it's crazy how many cheerleaders show up to that thing. Isn't it? Yeah, it, oh, it, they're everywhere. And um, all of them with their hair slicked back and their big bows, the big bows and uh, walking around in all their school colors and everything. Um, at the same time, there's this, uh, it's called Re Congress, which is, I had to ask somebody, and I told the guy came up, it was stand, standing where I was eating my, my tacos from the Roach Coach. And uh, I said, I hope you don't mind me asking, what's Re Congress? And he goes, oh, it's a, it's, I goes at a religious um, conference you're at, like all religions. And he goes, no, just Catholic. And I go, oh, I'm sorry. I go, it seemed that I saw people in, in different garb oh. walking around. One one guy looked like a like a like a, like Orthodox? four guys looked like a Can monk. Russian Orthodox, I guess so. Greek Orthodox, yeah, they have different clothes, they have different priest wear. Yeah, but they're it's like, but they're all walking amongst the cheerleaders, which I thought was really interesting. <laughs> I actually had an interesting conversation with um, a friend of ours when you brought up Catholicism, made me think of that, where she was trying to lead her father to Christ, and he's a Catholic. Um. And I said, well, does he believe in Jesus Christ? And she's like, absolutely. And I said, well, does he say Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior? I believe unto him and, and you shall be saved. I was like, does, she, does he believe that? And she's like, yes, absolutely. And I said, so why do you think he's not a Christian? And she said, well, because he prays to her, because he gives, he confesses to a priest. Yeah. And I said, well, I don't think stupidity makes you lose your salvation. <laughs> right? I'm like, just because you do something dumb. <laughs> I, I really yeah. don't think, I mean, considering all of the fornicators and drunks yeah. that get to, uh, you know, that'll be saved, which I know is controversial. But if you listen to Pastor Jack's uh, Hebrews message from last week, um, you could be a backslidden Christian and still be saved. Uh, but then what's the difference for a Catholic that, okay, so they have all these weird rituals and they believe mm. that they can confess their sins to a priest. It doesn't change that they believe ultimately their salvation is the hand is in the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. They pray to Mary thinking she's going to do something monkey in monkey out. So it doesn't do anything, but does that mean you're not saved? Right. I have well, a hard time believing that the reason I was bringing that up about what I saw at the Anaheim Convention Center. If you guys don't know, Anaheim Convention Center is probably one of the largest locations for conventions um, in the world, along with like Orlando and Los Angeles. It's just a it's a, a mecca for conventions. Um, but uh, it was just funny to see them all mixed in. But the thing was that they're all dressed differently, essentially in the in the same faith. And so I was like. Because there are people that they feel that you have to wear this brown robe with a with a rope belt to be Ephesus monks. Oh, okay. Uh, and then the other guys wearing, of course, the collars with the white little thing in the right. middle. Um, and then others were dressed normally. And then some nuns walking around. And it's just like, you know, it's just interesting. You know, uh -huh. I like our I like our faith, the Christian faith. This is our Christian garb. <laughs> mind the reverence yeah actually i don't i don't well yeah. it's, i guess we wear our crosses i mean but, but yeah. it's not like a requirement we do it i do it as a reminder to myself of who well, I. and the funny thing is just think about it my lord is now that we do not have the required attire mm -hmm. that's where we get the controversy of people making whole youtube channels about what pastors wear preachers and sneakers like we literally <laughs> popularize staring at their clothes 
<laughs> were so distracted by their skinny jeans. Like, yeah. it be why are you wearing they were in yeah. uniform? Why are you looking like Tom Jones? Yeah, uh, they're it's up on very stage. Distracting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I wish they would have been in a uniform. My mom used to do that to the housekeepers. What is require a uniform? Huh. She wanted them to wear scrubs. And scrubs. Yeah. Oh, I thought they needed to wear a tuxedo. No, no, in no. A black she didn't, dress she and a, didn't want to make them white. feel like Aunt Jemima. So oh. she was like, I, she bought them scrubs. And I, I thought in the beginning, like, that's so weird. And I was like, oh, my God, I totally get it. She's like, I don't want to wake up every day and wonder what in the world I'm going to see. Like, is she going to be in a mini skirt? Is she going to be in a tank top? Yeah. Is she going to be in Daisy Dukes? Like, she's like, I just didn't want to bother. Yeah. I, don't want a, I don't want a housekeeper in a mini skirt cleaning the floor yeah when your da dad's walking around exactly <laughs> that's how that's how arnold schwarzenegger got in trouble with his house exactly that's um, how maria schreiber got in trouble <laughs> she didn't know any better um yeah i mean if i had uh housekeepers i'd, I'd have them wear the you know a butler if i had a butler, i'd have them wear a tuxedo or a suit <laughs> With a napkin folded over his arm. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're gonna go all out, you might as well. Yeah. Do the whole nine yards. I'm dressed out. I mean, if you're gonna work for me and you're gonna be <laughs> working in this house, I want you to answer the door in a suit. I'm saying, are you here to see Mister Mister that, Andy? That's not gonna happen. So I think. What? <laughs> you promised me I was gonna have a butler. No, I did not. Well, that's an awful religion, eh? Yes, but the nuns were on a similar page. Yes, exactly. They must have been scary. And by the way, the sound is better. Great. Oh, thank you. They were scary. <laughs> Still scary. Actually, I um, no offense to all my wonderful Muslim family members, but um, Zara was uh, noticing that there were a lot of hijabis in our neighborhood. She's like, there's a lot of hijabis in our neighborhood. And I said, yeah, just imagine that could be your uncle and your grandma walking down the street. <laughs> and I'm making pokey fun at her because she, you yeah. know, the boy that she's interested in. And I was just like, I really, I, I looked at it and I was like, I'm just shocked that you're willing to even consider tolerating that. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, well, that was when I first started, uh, when we first started dating. And then I noticed all the hijabis walking around. I, right. I, think, I think I just, you know, after 9-11, you see them everywhere because right. you, you watch them. And you go, you know, you look at, does that look like they got something underneath their clothes? Hijabis are Muslim women that wear head covers. <laughs> it's an inside uh and then then it got a little bit calmed down and you notice them but not be as critical or concerned about them walking around but then i meet you and then they all pop up again <laughs> and I go, can you hear what they're saying are they speaking your language all right i just want to know if you were able to understand what they were saying true um, so uh, uh kathy says i think it was a study with jd farage in cavalry chapel and hawaii i'm gonna look that up mm. And Kate says, at least we have color at conventions. What's that? Color at our at Christian conventions. I think oh. color in our clothes. Oh, yes. They're not, they're not drab. Yes. Sometimes they look like they just woke up or went to Goodwill to get dressed. But uh, let's uh, go to the scripture real quick. Let's see. Here. Romans 1. 16. 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, 
the righteous will live by faith. Amen. Can I ask you a question that we didn't prepare for? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not going to guarantee I can answer, but I can pretend. Why in some translations is it the Greek in other translations it's Gentile? Well, Why the Greek? Because it depends on uh, how they're translating the um, original text. Because some people didn't like the word Gentile because it implies everybody other than it's a Hebrew word, mm. uh, basically in heathen. Uh, and so people, I think the I don't I don't know the the um, biblical history of it, but I think the social history is that people didn't want it. That's why Greek is used instead of Gentile. It's uh, more palatable. But that kind of just says somebody from Greece. So anybody from Greece is a no non-believer or Greek meaning no, something completely I, different. Honestly, I, I don't. Yeah. I, can't but I wonder why they chose Greek. Oh, because it was a people of the time. Hmm. At the time, people in Greece were, were not coming Jews. No, no, yes, exactly. And they were coming to faith hmm. in Christ. All of that region are Pelagio. Is that what it's called? Uh, so the Corinthians, the Romans, hmm. that whole region. If you all have another answer, uh, make sure yes, put please. in the comments. That would be awesome. Share. I always wonder. I even remember that as a Catholic. Okay. I wondered, how come they say Greek? What, why are they picking on the on the people from Greece? Uh, Kate says, we have just had hairdressers open up specifically for Muslim women. There are so many of them now in our city. Yes, actually quite common. In D.C., in Virginia, uh, East Coast, it's very common. Oh, I, I never thought about is. that. How, they would need, do they, like, they put them in a cubicle so nobody can see them with their hair down? <laughs> yeah, you put them in a room. It's just a room with a door. Oh, and the only per person that can see them with their hair down is another woman? Right. And why would they get their hair done? Like, it's always covered. Why still bother? It, you still do it for your husband. Oh, really? Yes. Whether you like him or not? Whether you like him or not. <laughs> <laughs> and you know me, I always did my hair for me. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't care if anybody else didn't, didn't see it. Oh, I thought that'd be, that was the one benefit of being Muslim is that every day you just so wake up and put I, a, I just, uh, was you just put, looking. yeah, you just put the hijabi on. Really? Can you <laughs> like, see me being that way? Yeah. That's why I have a hat on because I was laying down in bed. You, she just came in like 10 minutes before the show started. She goes, can you do the show? <laughs> and I, <laughs> I drool hanging out of my mouth and I just threw the hat on. That's not what you guys did as, as uh, Muslims? Well, occasionally. <laughs> That's just not who I am, though. That's uh, true. I got you. I never thought about them needing a special place to get their hair done. That yeah. just now, Is there anything that has to be done with the hair after it's cut off? Is there something about it that, that nope. needs to be burned? Depends on how much like bad juju you were afraid of. You sometimes didn't want to leave your hair behind. But then... Some people are even obsessed that a non-Muslim woman shouldn't see your hair. I was never that wacky. Hmm. Where were you exactly? I think you told me, but I'm just kind of, I don't have the memory of it. When you took your head covering off, were you at work and just decided I'm just taking it off? No. Oh. Can no. you imagine? That would have been fantastic. No, but I showed up the next day without <laughs> a head cover and all my dude friends at the office i was at the fbi headquarters yeah. they were like wait how you oh did you like forget what hello what's happening to your hair was your hair 
Curly, blonde, the, it was blonde, yeah. Oh, it was blonde. Yeah, did you remember it was blonde? I know, but yeah, I didn't know your hair was. I mean, again, I thought because you had it covered, you just let it be this natural yeah. color. You were even coloring it when you had yes. the head covering on. Yes. Blonde. Yes. You walked in with the day just go. Wait a minute, you're a blonde. Yes. <laughs> I freaked him out. I totally freaked him. Is out. it FBI headquarters or where yes. was it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget their expression. Brian, my boss, tried to pretend like he wasn't noticing, but he couldn't help it. He tries to be very stoic. Yeah. But he was just like, wait, what happened? And oh I was like, gosh. I just didn't want to do it anymore. Did Andy McNabb, is that what I Andy? Andy McCabe. Andy McCabe, did he? Oh, he noticed too. Yeah. Yeah, because I would see him. We have a Starbucks huh? in the headquarters, and I would see him in the Starbucks too. Oh. And he commented too. Was there a delay? Like, who are you? What are you doing in here? Like, no, they were like, also because my height, my face. Oh, I yeah, I was distinctive in that sense. Wow, that's something else, isn't it? <laughs> the funniest response. The blonde, though. I mean, just added to the whole. Like, wait one second. Right. The funniest response was Jim's because yeah. he'd been asking to see my hair for twenty years. You know, like he was just like, <gasps> <laughs> I guess go. it's anticlimactical, but yeah, there it is. And then did you have to kind of did you go into explanation? Like I've just had enough. I'm no longer Muslim. Yeah. And they said, okay, no, well, good. I have not us. left Islam. Oh, I took the head cover off, and the criticism led me to leave Islam. Um, but when I first took it off, I I hadn't left Islam. Wow. But they were, but they would tell me like, aren't you going to get stoned to death? Are you? Aren't you afraid? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not going to get stoned wow. to death. And you know, and remember, this is the FBI, so they're probably thinking to themselves, "Is she like a sleeper? Is this like a a Muhammad Atta thing?" That's what all that stuff. Suddenly, yeah. <laughs> that she's going to suddenly like blow up the building because she took her head cover off. You had you already been on Fox News before with the head covering on? Yes, and CNN. Yeah. And then did you go on after that? Is that kind of how that whole thing started with you being a spy? Well, the last, well, the next time I did appear, I it wasn't an interview. Oh. It was a expose on me. <laughs> so then they showed the two pictures. <laughs> the Russian honeypot. Oh, sorry. She's not Russian. The Muslim honeypot. <laughs> Uh, I wish I'd been paying uh, attention to politics back then. Oh, it was fun. Oh, I would have loved to have seen all that happening. So, Kevin, look how funny Kevin is. Wow, mm. a blonde Muslim from Fenton. Come <laughs> figure. Yeah. Oh, what a rebel, a blonde Muslim woman. That blows my mind. <laughs> I was always a rebel, Kate. It was That's why it was so hard. I used to tell my girlfriends, I used to be like, every time I would uh, take the head cover off, like we'd be at home and I'd be like, I hate wearing this thing. How many of the rest of you actually hate wearing these things? <laughs> and they're like, what? You're not used to it? And I'm like, no. 20 years I've been doing to it. I am not used to it. I'm never going to be yeah. used to it. And so, I don't even know if my God even likes me. Yeah. I've been doing this. And he didn't say, hey, good job, uh, faithful yeah, follower. Yeah, good and faithful servant. <laughs> this is the daughter with whom I am well pleased. No, no such thing. All I heard was, you may actually die in hell. You may actually burn in hell. And meanwhile, I had this kind of double life for a little while where I was, long story, but engaged in some naughtiness. And so I thought, I am for sure burning in hell because I'm being a hypocrite. Mm. So it actually led to me wanting to leave even more because I'm like, this is, this is not going to end well for me. <laughs> 
So you were in the the cult in Fenton, Michigan. Yes. Uh, but when you took your head covering off, you were in Washington D.C. at physically head, in headquarters. Yes. You took your head covering off. You showed up, and all the people went like, "What the heck's going on?" Uh, at what point did you make your way back to Michigan? But I put my head cover back on. Uh, you did? Yeah. I didn't walk around Michigan without a head cover. Oh, darn it. I wanted to hear that story. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> there I would have been stoned. <laughs> I couldn't have walked in there with no head cover. Was it hard to do that? To go back and put it on? and pretend? No, because anytime I went to the mosque, I had to put it on. Um, oh, in D.C. In D.C. Yeah. Uh, Wow, what a story, Schnooks. <laughs> I don't even know that woman. My convertible hijab. <laughs> I mean, that is really something else. <laughs> I mean, you can imagine me. I mean, I uh, I was going through some videos that I made during COVID, which I, I went a little crazy during COVID because it was so stupid. Oh. And so I was making fun of it early on. And so I was doing these uh, Snapchat videos where I was they pretending I was. Beyond goofy. <laughs> really beyond goofy. <laughs> Uh, but I was using them very effectively, by the way. But um, so that's a little bit of my goofy self having yes. fun and not really, you know, just having fun. And I and I don't mind. I wasn't minding doing that. But you enjoyed doing. I was. That. I really enjoyed. It. I. I mean, I really laughed. Yeah, at myself. he laughed at himself, like, like. Uh, like an autistic child, like just self amused, <laughs> just laughing hysterically. I was I was COVID Andy, which was uh, I have this gray hair that was getting that was long, so it was like being because we had to be locked in our home supposedly, which I wasn't. Uh, but I go, this is COVID Andy coming to you from uh, Brea, California. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> so anyway, I was using a filter. Um, but back to my point is that that's uh, a version of me that you told me. <laughs> like I'm so glad that version of you is doesn't no, I, exist I, go, I don't know that it doesn't exist <laughs> or, he's, or he's in a closet somewhere i just don't do that that little thing anymore but but i still am goofy right i still say jokes that you look at me like how is that even funny i go no yeah, it's thank god it's just not that bad but i cannot i mean i i cannot even see that other version of you it, it is so far removed from who you are in my <laughs> eyes that I can't imagine you in that period of your life. For 20 years, you were in this cult. <laughs> and there were so many things you had to hide, right, yeah. of, of what was going on. Absolutely. Um, I know we've told the story, but I'm not sure where you're at and how you feel about telling what, what was going on in your time of that life. But none of that makes any sense. Because you are a strong woman, very smart. Um, you say it as it is. <laughs> and yet the, the, that woman that you describe doesn't seem like that in, in many ways. Yeah. Well, I, this is why I told you, I told Zara, I said, um, she's like, why don't you just let me do what I want to do? And I said, because well, I sold myself for a bag of coins mm. in order to solve a problem. I'm like, I don't want you to sell yourself into slavery, basically. I was so concerned about my eternal salvation um, and that my life was so messed up. I took an option that rationally I should never have taken. If I was not so broken, I never would have mm. taken that option. 
And so that's why I tell her, I just don't want you to be that broken. I want you to know that I'm here to support you, to encourage you, to give you every possible option to not get to the place where you're so desperate. You sell yourself for a bag of coins. So in relationship to this devotional, yeah. sorry for this interview, but I, I'm really intrigued now. <laughs> ask you guys so, how we ended up here. Because this devotional is that you have this re- this religion that we don't like to call necessarily religion. It's our faith in Jesus Christ, our relationship with Jesus. Um, that when I when I tell men, I said, there's nothing better than being a slave to Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, because of the what he what he wants from us is greatness, to be like him. Right. And that doesn't mean giving up freedom. It's a different freedom. It's a different freedom. In the Muslim faith, when you got in there, it, it seems to me that it took away freedom. Yeah, it was a cage. Wow. I, I, I purposely put myself in a cage. You purposely. Now, so now I'm getting to the, 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 quiz here or the interview is that what would make and there's other people doing it now too because we see what's happening I in see, palestine and all that kind of stuff i see girls doing it all the time what 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 is the draw what was the draw for you to want to be put in that cage very simple eternity it's what draws all american kids to islam hmm. you believe that your life is a mess and you're going to give yourself for a cause that buys you eternal security. With like kind of a, uh, a discipline and a rigor and um, a promise. And that's why I tell parents, I said, shame on us who cannot express that intensity to our Christian children that you have eternal security only in Christ. Do not think they don't that we don't have discipline um, and that we don't have righteousness and that we don't have holiness. The problem is kids don't see holiness in Christians. So they turn to Islam. How sad is that? Wow. That they think holiness comes from false religions. But like you, and you might have been more so than most Muslims, but you become a slave to a earthly leader, man of the of the cult. But it was, as a priest, like that he was an intercessor. He was an intercessor of God's. Oh. It was a it was a divine like title. Wow. Like the Pope. What do we what do we say to those young girls or even boys that we're thinking that that's the way? How, how do we stop that? How do we save them from themselves? I what I what I tell them often is that it is um, you have to you have to learn what it means to be in a relationship with Jesus. It's like what Francis Chan says. He said, "Look at this book. This this book is about." discipline. It's about righteousness. It's about picking up your cross and carrying it. It's about a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ who died to set you free. 
Don't look at what the silly Christians down the block do. And I tell them, this, this is not your grandma's religion. I'm not talking about what you do on Sunday and you make a pot roast and you sit around your family and Uncle Ted's getting drunk and then people start fighting. Like, they're like, what do I want that for? Like, how is that going to give me holiness? Mm. I mean, even, even um, my neighbor, the one that came to me with her daughter, who's now a YouTube sensation because she's a convert, she specifically describes being a drunk, going to her teacher, her professor, and saying, explain to me why you claim the Bible to be authentic. Because she had talked to some Muslim kids that were telling her the Bible has all these errors, blah, blah, blah. And he says, um, my daughter, we believe it by faith. He literally did not answer her questions. Wow. And I was like, shame on you. You know what I mean? That yeah. you were not able to answer that question for her. And to give her the surety that um, this, is the only, this is the only way of righteousness. This is the covenant. This is what God has passed. Wow. So we have 34 red solo cup on. From on hey. Twitch, this is a very interesting dialogue. We really, really get him. Is it him? I forget. No, it looks like a, a oh, lady. Yeah. Well, some guys cool. have girls. Says that security. That's the key word. Yeah, because it's this, and it's a in in Islam, it's a false sense of security, right? You're you're believing. I believe the last messenger, and I'm going to go to paradise. But the catch is, you got a lot of things you got to do, and then you never know until you get there. Nobody in Islam can ever claim they were promised salvation. Even the jihadists say we have a path to heaven to receive the 72 virgins by committing jihad, but you still have no surety. So it's it's like a bait and switch. It's a clickbait mm. um, to get people, um, especially the broken people, um, to accept something that is otherwise unacceptable. The the personal torment you put yourself under um, in any other circumstance would be unacceptable, except the heart yearns to be close to God. And so it's tricked into believing that's God. So if the men get the 72 versions, what do the women get? Um, helpers. 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 Like men and... Cherubs, like looking <laughs> men that are helpers in like their underwear or what? <laughs> it's not talked about much. There's not a lot of exegesis on what the women get. Nobody wanted to. Nobody wanted to talk about it. Thirty four D says the Christian faith has become weak and shallow in today's world and society. Unfortunately, yes, that is the problem. Even though it is a fierce religion. I did not come to being peace, but a sword. The one that does not hate his father, father and mother and brother and sister for my sake will not be of me, the Lord says. Um, mm. And so we, we are commanded yeah. um, to be disciplined and righteous and holy. Be holy for your Lord God. This is a true statement though. But right. Yeah. But there's some woke watered down version of christianity yeah. um that is being propagated why did i ever see it before that 34 double d red solo cup i didn't didn't catch it it was 34 double d <laughs> nice uh, I don't know what uh, I see the old the old Andy is old, the old Andy would have caught that like right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same Andy. Can't see Hedy as a Muslim. I love how transparent you are, Hedy. Thank you. <laughs> 
Yeah, to convert to being a Muslim, it's you that pays the price for heaven and not Jesus. Oh mm. my God, absolutely. Oh wow, that's a great, great way to say it. Yeah. So as Kathy asks, you were not born a Muslim, you became a Muslim. Yes, that actually. More shocking. <laughs> yes, the shocking part is I scared my parents half to death. So me and my brother um, entered Islam on our. I was following my brother. Um, we had kinda. a kind of. <laughs> he tricked me. <laughs> But my parents were not religious at all. We were raised secular. Without him tricking you, though, and this is the interesting thing, is that you've had a, a pretty amazing life. You know, we're, we're fortunate that we've had this life other than what you guys see now, where we were doing stuff in the world for a period of time. And not all of it was good, but I mean, we were doing some actually some pretty cool things, cool things and things that were, uh, you know, I don't know how many of the dogs that I trained, you know, saved a life or um did something special i know they were uh, a couple of dogs they trained were at 9 11 at uh, ground zero right after the uh, you know the disaster there um and same with you what you did for our country uh which again there's there's things in there that were occurring that you discovered that were not good about how our countries run but um i think what your job was was to keep our country safe yes without your brother tricking you and getting in you into that situation you were in, that never would have happened. No. God would, would, would not have been able to use you in that way through a false religion. Uh, when I first came to uh, the Lord, he told me in a um, in this kind of like dreamlike state that I was in when I was reading the Bible about the story of Joseph, that um, it was kind of like Joseph. Hmm. It was sold into slavery for a purpose, for God's purpose. Um, and that he would, he would make good out of it. Wow. And so it was, and that resonated with me. That made total sense. That made it all. Cause I was like, God, why did you leave me there for so many years? Like, why didn't you extract me earlier? Um, cause I just came to faith so late. And so that was one of the wisdoms he told me. Wow. Do these uh, stories of the human trafficking that's going on, do those hit you in a unique way or a different way because of what you went through? No. Oh, it, oh, because of my personal experience. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I can't like, I, I can't be involved in human trafficking stories. Um, yeah. They, you know how like some things like you uh, have a sensitivity to children. Yep. Um, it's just very difficult. I can't, um, yeah, I have that same emotional trauma from that. I can't yeah. hear those stories. It's very difficult for me. Wow. I don't know why I didn't pick up on that before. I didn't think about that. Because it's just, again, I have to go back to that, what I just said a few minutes ago. I just don't, I can't, um, I, mean, I can't I had see a, you in that. I, it, had a, it, I had a therapist who didn't know me from Adam who couldn't see it. Because you were essentially a, 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 a purchased slave, but you would, but at some point you would leave the compound and then go back. Yeah. Because I was, because I was already, I was brainwashed. I, I was yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I didn't have to worry. They didn't have to worry about me going anywhere. Wow. I'm even more. <laughs> they're, they're, but like, you got to ask yourself like how God can flip a switch because nobody, if you go back to anybody in my life and say, could you ever imagine in a million years this would have happened, Adia? 
she would have left. Never in a million years. I had so drank the Kool-Aid, I actually made the Kool-Aid. Like there's people till this day who I repent um, in prayers for and I pray for who will never forgive me for recruiting them. Into wow. And yet um, one day it was over. You came to your senses. I, I, I don't think they were my senses. I think they were God's. Oh. They were just super, it was a supernatural, like, we're gone. Daughter, time to go. Exfil. Let's go. I didn't even know where I was going. I didn't even know what I was doing. <laughs> supernatural. Supernatural. Hey, Paul. Nice to see you. Hi. Sorry. I hope, hope you're doing well, Paul. Remotely interesting to people because we got off on a... No, I think it, I, for me, for whatever reason, it ties into the difference between these other religions that don't they, they can't hold up to the existence of Jesus Christ Amen. and the Holy Spirit, uh, along, of course, with God. You have that, the Trinity, which we spoke of yesterday. Yes. Um, that it's the difference maker. Amen. It's the, the way truth. maker. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to say. Promise keeper. Promise. <laughs> <laughs> wow that is something else I, when i you know we go on our daily life and we just we're just got these these kids <laughs> i mean literally i mean Hedy, i came home today and Hedy was like like i'm not even talking to you today and i go what uh because i've had um I, I just been so sick the last uh, couple of weeks. Like, I haven't even been able to go to the gym, which I go to the gym every day. I've been waking up really early in the morning, reading the Bible, going to the gym every day. And uh, been so sick, I've not been able to do it. But I had to fly to Idaho. I come back for a couple of days. And I got to fly to Maine. But and then as soon as I come back, I got a lacrosse tournament. And then they I'm the announcer for the high school lacrosse team for five hours. <laughs> And then today, my daughter had her California or USA championships uh, that were Anaheim. And, and so I was there from, I don't know, when I got there, nine o'clock to three or something like that. And again, you don't, she's like, what are you doing? You don't even stay home. You're, <laughs> you're sick. You deserve your sickness. You deserve what you got. <laughs> he wouldn't slow down. He just kept running around like a chicken. And then he I'm passes dying. out in the bed. Oh, he's like, like broken sick and i'm like i'm done i'm through so, i actually didn't mean to go through all that but um we rarely have these moments where we I, and i love this this is what's great about a uh, number one a devotional now you guys don't have to have a show like what we do again this is this initially was my uh my purpose was to keep me in the devotional by putting it out there for the world to see that's the one way i know how that i can stay in something yes. is by making a commitment to it, to the world and then putting it out there. So it works for me and I, and it's been great um, adding all of you guys to uh, uh, our family and, and being a part of this. Um, but the devotional I'm hoping that in the Bible is that it, we do it through the uh, messages that we either listen to on television or go to in person is that we're, we have these discussions and that what brings us back to our discussion of Jesus Christ and our faith and staying connected and having these discussions. But this time with you guys allows me to reintroduce myself to you. 
<laughs> because I forget, you know, it's important to understand some of the things that our bodies and brains and things have been through to get to where we are today. Yes. Uh, and to have that Thank understanding. You. I wanted to understand. Yeah, too, because because there'll be something that happens. And of course, we kind of like, you know, we get a, like a little, our hairs gets all like like a dog. like, And, and then I will say like, wow. I didn't even say anything. Like I didn't do anything, um, or vice versa, and 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 often we can almost always trace that that reaction to something that happened in our past. Yes. Um, I had this thing about uh, my dad would punch me in the face if I ever left the water running. Um, but you like to leave the water running, right? I and man, I and I it takes. And he comes every, over and he's like, I, "Man, I, it's I, <laughs> I, 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 I it, so it hurts." <laughs> and I go, why, why are you leaving the water running? <laughs> and I want to turn it off. And it's taking me now three years to stop turning off. And you go, what do you, I want the water running. And I go, no, there's fish, fish, the fish are drowned. <laughs> turn the water off. <laughs> like, I mean, that, so that's like one of like, I don't know, 35 things um, that we have these things that are from our childhood uh are from our past or you know me not wanting to see movies where children are hurt uh really i can't i have to walk out of the movie theater if that if i see that or close my eyes and it seems you know as a grown man that seems kind of strange but i can't i can't but that water i think that water is just as bad <laughs> kind of like gum smacking or what yeah. is that lip smacking you don't like <laughs> oh oh for god's sake oh you know what's worse about having an ear plugged up as i hear every chew that i have every drink every movement of my mouth i could oh, hear it in my head no. yeah i'm being tortured by myself look at that oh. oh that's another thing that sets me off i like that comment by uh kate Nadia, you know you're healed when you can talk about it without being triggered. Amen. <laughs> I had this uh, prayer, Kate, that really, um, really helped me a lot. I would cry, um, dear Lord, fill my hollow places with your hallowed name. And um, I don't know how many times I cried that on my knees, head to the floor, just sobbing. Fill my hollow places with your hallowed name. Like it was just the just supernatural work he's done um, in my life, in my soul, in my heart. Um, Jason, my trainer was telling me today, he's, we were talking about dating and being alone. And, and uh, he said, so when you look back, he's like, how often were you alone? And I said, I actually was never alone from 16 years old up until when I met Christ. Wow. Yes. Straight through. I can't recall more than a couple months. Wow. Because I couldn't stand being alone. Um, until I met Jesus. So it's just it's just supernatural what God can do. Well, we need to have these discussions more often. It's nice getting to know you. <laughs> okay, let's let's land this plane. We've All got right. a lot of people. Yeah, I can't to... believe we're on an hour. I, when we started, I did not think I was gonna make it ten minutes. I thought for, I was starting to sweat. I think once you see the camera, you just. Yeah, something about it. Oh. <laughs> oh, look at this. Kevin announces for the Eastern Michigan wow, University Women's Lacrosse. Winky dink. Nice. Look at that. I wonder what their, uh, what's their um, 
their mascot, Golden Hawks, as El Dorado. So I say, Golden Hawks, go! And then my son plays attack, so he scores a lot of goals. Hey, goal by number six, Kelly Falco. <laughs> You've never gone to a game that I've done. You have to go. And then we have sponsors. And one of them's a Honda, a Honda dealership. Oh, nice. And then suddenly out of there, no, you know, it's like halftime or there's a break in the players. Where they go, have you ever woken up and decided that you want to buy a Honda? Well, make sure you go and visit. <laughs> You, oh my goodness, you cracked yourself up. Yeah. And then Kelly's Tavern is one of our sponsors. Nice. And I go, after a game like this, you're going to need a beer. Go to Kelly's Tavern. Oh <laughs> and if you don't drink, get a nice tea and get a sandwich. Oh, good. Good. I'm yeah. that in there. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin, for allowing me to bring some of my announcer stuff. You That's ready how... to land this plane, yeah. little <laughs> The Emu Eagles. That's cute. That's E-M-U, Eagles. I just like to say emu. That's cool. The Eagles. It doesn't rhyme. It doesn't go anywhere with Eagles goal. That's hard to say, Eagles goal. I don't have to hear how Kevin does it. <laughs> His Golden Hawks goal. See, that just kind of flows off. It the, does. It does. And then we know when the other team scores. So yesterday was yesterday, <laughs> yesterday was the, the Mustangs. So when Mustangs score a goal, I go, goal, Mustangs. it's clear to them whose team you're rooting for well it's our home field (laughs) what's that other team yeah the mustangs yeah they apparently scored a goal goal mustangs (laughs) good sportsmanship i like that all right ready to land this plane we got a couple we had a prayer request i do i did you think you might want to pray for me Yes, you too. <laughs> and you, you're leaving. Oh, we got to tell everybody this time. We didn't tell you when I went to Maine, uh, but Hetty is leaving now. She's going out of town. Yes. Yeah, we, we every so often we see each other here at home. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're leaving. You're going to Sin City, USA. Which I hate. Oh, my After gosh. that last trip that we went together, yeah. I, I really despise it. <laughs> I really despise it. Um, and so cheerleading competition, jams nationals, it's in Vegas. It's always in Vegas. Mm. So, um, pray for my daughter too. So I'm going to add that to our prayer list. Yeah, both of you. Yeah. For both of us. Four days without you. I'm not looking forward to that at all. Yeah, me either. I missed you. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Lord, thank you, uh, for faith. Thank you for the blood. Um, Thank you for extracting me from um, that life and for giving mm-hmm. me faith and for saving me Thank and you, giving me this beautiful family, uh, making my childhood dreams come true. Uh, I'm so grateful for all that you've done in and through me. And may we overcome with the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. Everyone on this broadcast has a testimony, Lord. Some of them we know and some of them we don't. Um, And may they use that testimony to bring others closer to you, Lord. We all have our story to tell of how Jesus transformed our lives. And may that impact those around us um, and bring them to saving faith and realize how amazing it is to be um, a soldier in the army of Christ. Uh, We'd like to pray for Carrie, who's having eye surgery. Um, Lord, we ask that you give the doctor's discernment to do what is best for her and you give her 
a supernatural healing also to continue to heal Kate um, and her knees and um, to give her good sleep, Lord. And we ask for you to heal Andy. He's going through this bout of this sickness, Lord, that just keeps coming and going. Um, heal him and restore him. Lord, um, give us all um, rest. Lord, may we enter into your Sabbath. May we um, come into your rest, the rest that comes from the peace uh, that overtakes our lives as followers of Christ, the grace that covers us in our time of need, Lord. Um, and so we ask for that rest in our lives. And may this be a weekend filled with loving you and with joy with family and loved ones, Lord. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we ask all things. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Yvonne's like, going to D.C.? <laughs> Yvonne, where have you been? <laughs> that is another no, Sin City. It is a Sin City, yeah. but this is Vegas Sin yeah, City. Vegas. <laughs> She's being goofy. Yes. All right, my friends. Um, wow, so we have so much in common with Kevin. I like music. He plays music. Isn't He's a man. Good? I'm a man. <laughs> he announces lacrosse. Thank you, Kevin, and everybody else for joining us. And thank you for our guest from Twitch. Yes. DD. Yes. She's been on before. She has? She has. I think it's a he. Anyways. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Love you. God bless. Love you guys. God bless you. Bye.